All right. Hello, and welcome back to Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm joined, as always, by the Stormy Skies. Hello. Uh, we had to start recording fast because I was about to tell her what I did over the weekend. But we can't do that. Not on mic. No, because it's best to just say it on mic instead of having Sam just repeat everything after we we chatted about stuff, because this is like our weekly phone call. Yeah. <laughs> I want her authentic reactions to this shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. On Mike. Uh, but before we do that, we have to see what movie Jesus has assigned us. <laughs> uh oh, I almost forgot what we're even doing here. How could I forget Jesus? Oh, let me say a quick prayer. Sorry, Jesus. Okay, I'm ready. All right. All right, I have a note card here that he left for me. I have, for once, I have no idea what movie was selected, so... Uh... Ow. It is called Death House. Death House. Death House. Let's uh, check this out. Yes. Oh, it's just pulling up Death Note, something I wouldn't hate watching. Oh, well, it looks very neon. Um, Okay. Is it 2017? 2017, two federal agents battle through an army of rioting prisoners in their sense of reality inside a high-tech prison model after Dante's Inferno. We're going to get to talk about Dante's <gasps> Inferno again. Yeah, you know what? I like talking about that because that, the As Above, So Below movie really stuck with me. Yeah. That was super cool. <laughs> uh, this is obviously going to be just as good. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, look at the pictures. It's been a while since I've read Dante's Inferno, but um, I'm sure I'll remember enough from our As Above, So Below discussion to suss whether or not they get this accurate. It stars Cody Longo, Courtney Palm, and Adrian Barbu. You know, you know that a horror movie is going to be great when you don't know anyone who's in it. Shit, Kane Hodder's in it. Kane Hodder's in it? Oh, oh, he just popped up in the, because, uh, you know, Netflix has to, like, play a clip from yeah. the movie. He just popped up. In the oh, yeah. Okay. He's not listed in the star. I feel like even if he's a minor character, you, you want to list Kane Hodder first in your slasher flick. I'm on, I'm on Google, and it looks like Tony Todd is in it, too. Well, let me just move on over to... <laughs> Move on over to the computer. Wait, you're on the computer I'm, on Netflix, too. I'm on the fucking computer. over to the Google machine. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Check got it a three on IMDb, which we've learned on this podcast doesn't really mean anything. Horror fans are fickle. They can like the dumbest movies like Apostle and hate the great movies like Cam. It's all subjective. Nothing matters. Cam is so good. I know. <laughs> uh, directed by Harrison Smith, producers Rick Finkelstein and Stephen Chase. <laughs> Screenplay nice. by Harrison Smith, Gunnar Hansen. Yeah, Kane Hodder is in this. And yeah, and Gunnar Hansen did the screenplay. Ooh, maybe this won't be horrible. Maybe it'll be fun, and people were hoping for something more. I don't, I don't know what horror fans yeah. want anymore. I don't even know what I want in movies anymore. Same. I just have to see it, and then I'll know. I'll know it. Yeah, I can't predetermine what I like anymore because it's I don't know anymore. 
<laughs> like, I can read a summary for something and be like, oh, yeah, this is totally in my wheelhouse. And then halfway through, <laughs> not even halfway through, like, Rainbow Girls, a book we were both pretty excited yeah. about. So I immediately hopped on the library request wagon and managed to get it. Not first day it came out because they have to process it, but, like, two days after it came out. And I started reading yeah. it last night. And it's just not good. I I can't even describe to you how it's written other than one of your students just bullshitted half their essay to hit the word count. Oh, fuck. Definitely don't want to read that since that actually happens IRL and I don't want to read any more than I have to. Like it starts with this quote unquote character named Tom and he's driving and then suddenly for nine paragraphs it's talking about west virginia history which is fine west virginia has a really interesting history but that's not why i'm reading this book i want to learn about the rainbow girl murders yeah seriously what the fuck let's get like, to the point like when i say she talks about the history of west virginia i mean she starts from when it first separated from virginia to when pocahontas county was established I'm just like, <laughs> it took her 20 pages to even mention, like, the rainbow gathering that these girls were a part of. And it, No, it's your essay. You gotta get to the yes. point. Right. But anyway. This is... Anyway, yeah, tell me uh, about your weekend. So we know we're watching Death House, and this sounds like a fun little movie and hopefully with the people that are in it it might have a lot of gore in it which we all know that i really like yeah and you know it might be even if it's not a good movie it might really be decent because if you got kane hotter in it and other horror icons it shows that the people who made it are into horror so yeah <laughs> like with uh the black room not the best movie but you can tell they really fucking had a good time and loved the subject, so. My god, yeah, they definitely had to be having a good time to, like, do what they were doing in that, that fucking movie. <laughs> so I would like to watch that again just because it just was so funny and, like, weird. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. That's a good Love date it. night movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up. So all you lovebirds out there, if you haven't watched The Black Room or even heard of it, watch it, but, like, don't read about it before. Just go in blind, and, like, it'll be really, really good for uh, that kind of a date night. But anyway, let's get on to my weekend, because it was fun. Yes. So Absolutely, let's discuss. The story actually starts last Saturday, um, after a nice... We did my play staged reading last Friday, and then we had a little after party at my friend's house, and then the next afternoon we decided to meet up for food, and while we were enjoying our lunch, my friend Abby mentions that her family owns storage units that have been abandoned for 15 years. Oh my god. <laughs> because um, they were originally owned by her grandfather, but then her grandfather passed away, and her uncle took over, I think, and mm -hmm. uh, eventually her mom took over and started helping. And at that point, no one had been paying rent to the storage unit, so her mom didn't want to deal with it beyond, we're shutting these down, come get your shit or pay up. And not, yeah. every and not everybody came and got their shit, so they locked up, and that was the end of it until one day 
a few months ago, they drove by and all the storage units were open. So someone had been rummaging around in there. And meanwhile, we're like, Evie, your family owns abandoned storage units and you've never fucking told us you've been hiding this gem from us? Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) So we went there after lunch and explored for a couple hours. And just from that initial exploration, we found a lot of really cool stuff, but there were about four or five storage units that still had locks on them. Hmm. And most of the locks, they they were rusted. They looked like they had been there a while, except for ah. one. One looked pretty new, and that was the one we were most curious about, but a lot of them were the disc locks, which you can't get bolt cutters through. Oh, so I see. Mm-hmm. Between last Saturday and this Saturday... David ordered some pick locks and began practicing lock picking. Cool. So did he pick some locks? He picked one lock. And that was the... We were joking around that, you know, maybe we'll find some meth labs in these locked up storage units. Maybe some human trafficking victims and become heroes. That's not... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You know, if if there are abandoned storage units in your area, maybe check those out because... Just the way they are, if you drive past there at night, you can't see them at all. They are completely invisible from the road. So it is a good place to do some, like, shady shit. You're exactly right. But we were expecting the one that we found locked that was all the way at the edge of the property against a fence that you really wouldn't be able to see from the road, even in the day. That would be what the shady shit was in. But no, the first one that David Locked picked, it opened, and we opened it, and this video is on our Twitter feed. I can repost it when this episode goes live if you haven't seen it. Someone had been living in that storage unit. Ah, I remember that video, and you said, did we just find someone's house? Yeah. And, And he had a... I'm assuming it's a he just... Because they're, we're a small enough community that there aren't a lot of homeless, but there are a lot. And we have a few shelters mm-hmm. for women, but no shelters for men. So that's why I'm assuming it's a man. It could have been a woman, but judging by the amount of stuff they had carried in there and how they would have had to carry it in there, because up until Saturday, the front gate, the easy entrance was locked until we put a bolt cutter to it. So they would have to carry, there was a propane heater in there that they probably had to carry through the woods to the side entrances, which were unlocked. There were propane tanks. The creepiest thing until we found the, until we realized there was a propane heater in there was they just had a fucking gas mask in there. And as my friend Jordan says in the video, he has the gas masks to wear while he's in there so he doesn't poison himself. He has to die from the propane heater. (laughs) Jesus. There was a hammock uh, pinned up to the back wall. And that I think when we all noticed the hammock, because it took us a while to register what we were looking at, that's when we were like, oh, shit, someone is living in here. And then we Man. saw that he had, like, um one of those outdoor shower things set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a baseball bat by the door for his own protection in case some rowdy kids come breaking into his house. Right. And we... We were pretty freaked out by that, so we just immediately closed it, and David managed to get the lock back on. And we decided, we thought about going back in there, and we tried, but David couldn't pick the lock again. I think he just got lucky the first time. Because lock picking is pretty tricky if you only have one, um, 
tension lever, which we mm. do. Yeah. But that was the craziest find. Everything else were just storage units that had still been locked. Um, the one at the far back end that was locked, that one was also really cool because as we were digging through the stuff, we were like, oh, this belonged to a teacher or someone who worked with a high school because there were a bunch of high school yearbooks, but there was also a sink and a lot of film. So we put together mm -hmm. that it was a photographer who was using the storage unit as kind of a dark room at one point. Crazy. That shit's that wild, dude. I, I, that's one of the things I like about urban exploration, other than I just think it's really cool how... Yeah. Like, obviously humans are having an effect on the planet, a negative effect. And a few years ago, it was a big deal because people found rocks that were infused with plastic. And while that's not a good thing, I also found it pretty cool because... Nature is always going to be able to adapt around us, and when we're long gone, it's going to just take over everything we leave behind. Exactly. You're exactly right. And even after 15 years, there were trees and vines already growing around the storage units that we had to cut through in order to open some of the units. And it just, it happens so That's fast. Really and we're going to die, and nature's going to outlive us. And yeah, you also when you're going into like houses and storage units, you see an image of who these people were before they just left everything behind. And it's really nifty. Yeah, that is cool. And like, it, get, that's like, rem yeah. You also Sorry. get a lot of really cool aesthetic pictures. Yeah, you did, you really did. Um, and like that, this conversation is like reminiscent to the conversation we had like, a while ago now whenever we just got talking about um chernobyl and how like when we were watching chernobyl diaries how like after a while like nature like did come back you know and like everything was overgrown because it just it just will yeah nature's gonna survive it may not look like it did when we were alive but it'll come back in some form and outlive us all and that's just really cool yeah, I think that's super amazing. What did you do this weekend? I did this weekend. I did a lot of things. Um, on Saturday, I um, went axe throwing and threw axes at a wooden wall. And you know what? It it's cool, but it's like harder than you think to get that shit to stick in the wooden wall. So whenever you're axe throwing and if your shit bounces off the wall and falls down, it happens to everybody because they're not axes. They're little hatchets. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who, who knows how sharp they are? Who knows how often they sharpen that shit? Um, but it's, it's a fun thing. But doing it for two hours, really, really straining on the body. Let me tell you. I, uh, I bet. I saw, I saw that video of you getting a fucking bullseye. Listen, that, that was like my third throw of the day and luckily Luke captured it and that was the only one nice you know it was like one and done we all got like we'll get like a couple here and there but that was the only one I got like directly like dead center because when you throw it overhead and you let go you don't you can aim all you want but depending on how early or late you let 
go of the hatchet, like, depends on where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, all these variables, and it's actually, like, kind of, like, a matter of, like, luck of the draw, too. Um, uh, and then I went grocery shopping, and then um, after that, uh, we... Uh, Oh, after that, we found out that one of our favorite restaurants nearby, like, closed indefinitely because there's something going on underneath the structure that they have to fix. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. So that sucks because there's only two of this particular restaurant, one in downtown Pittsburgh, which is a pain in the ass, so no one even just bothers, and one in an excellent location up here near me, but they're closed. So we were going to order something from there, and then we found out that way. Because we were craving it. And then we looked it up to try to call. And then we're closed. And that's how we found out. So we were like, fuck. And then on Sunday, we just visited family. Had breakfast with my mom. Had uh, dinner with uh, Luke's parent, uh, Luke's uh, aunt and uncle. And uh, discussed more stuff regarding um, uh, the uh, house hunting stuff. And I had like a fucking massive headache all Sunday. And I did not watch the Super Bowl because I'm not a sports fan. I don't give a fuck about that. And I just came home and went to bed because I just had a headache. And now I'm here. I am. So, yeah. Boom. Sounds fun. An axe op- uh, an axe throwing range finally opened up in Roanoke. So, I'm looking into doing that rather soon because I have a lot of. I assume you get a lot of aggression out that way. Yeah. Yeah, you can, but like, um, you know, some people think that they might be able to be very good at axe throwing because A, they like have a lot of like aggression that they want to get out and B, because they're like strong and they seem the type to be good at it. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised at how bad they suck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to really, really just like get it right every time and if you aren't doing it like perfect then you won't make it stick in the wall because it bounces off 90 percent of the time like and then after a while you're just so tired because you're just standing there throwing over and over and over again and you just take a break and after you take a break it makes you more tired you know so not Um, not like bowling it's different because there was a moment in our adventures this weekend where Throughout exploring, we had found a baseball bat and a pickaxe, even a tree cutter in one of the units. So we were just carrying around the pickaxe and baseball bat along with our other tools in case, you know, the homeless man came around and wasn't happy we had opened his unit. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> pickaxe. And my friend found a closet door in one of the units. You know, um, the best way I could describe this is the kind of closet door that went to the closet Laurie Strode was hi- hiding in in uh, Halloween. It has, like, those panels on it. Oh, the flats. Yeah. Uh, so we found that. And this isn't something you should do when you're urban exploring. You should respect the property you find and leave it in mint condition for other people to find. But she was like, hey, do you want to break this with me? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? That sounds pretty therapeutic. And it was. And I feel like we all have a lot of pent-up anger after what we did to that door. And maybe axe throwing would be a good release. Yeah, you, I mean, you would like it. It's, it's a fun thing to do, like, a couple times. Not, like, 
often, like every weekend. But like, yeah, for birthdays and stuff, it's fun, mm-hmm. um, you know, to do in like a little group. Absolutely. I still prefer escape rooms, though. And you used to hate them. I hated them because I like didn't do one before, so I was just like way too judgmental. You just but, saw uh, people. We all did it. Yeah. yeah. You just saw people enjoying their lives, and because you were a bitter grad student, <laughs> you I didn't want like, anyone else to be happy. Losers. Yeah, I was like, wow, look at those pathetic losers doing their little puzzles. Ooh. But no, it's so fun. <laughs> no, it is. We haven't done one, but we probably should since we have a stable group of friends now. Um, and you know what? When you and Luke finally decide to come down, hopefully sooner rather than later, because I think those storage units are going to go bye-bye when um, my town puts in the Amtrak station. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> we'll have to take you to them because they're still... We... We're as prepared as we could be to dig around. We had work gloves, but we probably should have had more, like, painter masks to put on to rummage through them. But there's just so much stuff to rummage through still. Do you know how many fucking skulls we found? Animal skulls? skulls? Not human skulls, animal skulls. (laughs) Oh, that's sad. That makes me sad. We found three animal skulls, probably raccoons. (laughs) But... Like, while David was working on the lockpick, a couple of us were standing down there with him to help him open the door if he finally got it open. Our friend Jordan climbed into a storage unit that we that he was able to bolt cut open. And there was a, uh, like, deep freezer in there that he decided to open. And we didn't see any of this, but then he just yells out, Hey guys, I found some bones! Oh my god, you can't just say that. You have to, like, be specific if they're not, if someone's not behind you looking like, Hey, Sam, I found some animal bones, like, rodents. (laughs) I know, that's what we told him. Because he's just hutched over a deep freezer and he's like, I found bones. Like, oh god, we did find a fucking body. (laughs) I found bones. Somebody died in here. (laughs) And then you find yourself in the middle of a horror movie. Yeah, because if there were... If there was going to be a dead body, it would be in a deep freezer in an abandoned storage unit. Ah, uh, yes, it yes it would be. That's right. It would be definitely there, man. Nowhere else. <laughs> There's also down there, I really want it. The side of it's a little uh, messed up and warped, but the inside and the rest of it is fucking pristine. A fucking cedar chest is down there. Oh. Uh. Nice. And you just need to patch up the side a little bit because that's where the wood paneling is falling off. But the inside, perfectly fine. That's nice. So it's like, okay, one, we need to get this. Two, we're going to have to fight all of our other friends for it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Cedar cedar chests are expensive. Oh, yeah, they are because they're made of cedar. Yeah. And the their nice accents to your home. Oh, uh, we and we found some uh, '70s Betamax porn. Nice. So '70s. Uh, I'm guessing it's '70s because all the playboys it was with were dated from the '70s to the '80s, and the Betamax kind of precursed the VCR or the VHS tape. So I see. I see. Here's hoping they work because that's going to be a fun. Night in. Yeah. 
I love that you like watch them. You're just like, here we go. When we found the first batch of VHS tapes on our first go, we were going to watch them, but they weren't in very good cases, so they were just too dirty to play. I Mm -hmm. thought, wow, this would actually make a great uh, YouTuber podcast series. You just watch unmarked VHS tapes you find in abandoned locations. Exactly. Oh, man. Of course I want to watch them. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I, I kind of would, too, because I'd just be pretty curious about it, so yeah. It's a piece of Got history, you. Stormy. It's a piece of history. Uh, you're right. How can I say no to that? It's a learning opportunity. <laughs> and this whole adventure has given me... has helped me crack one of the novels I'm writing, because I have... Good. An idea for a novel, not the one I keep trying to do for NaNoWriMo, uh, another one. Huh? The one where I want to combine the floofy teenage summer love stories that I adore reading and the uh? murder mysteries I also adore reading. Uh? So I've decided the main girl's family, because her dad's going to end up being the killer, that's the twist at the end. I've decided that her family owns abandoned storage units and... That's where he does all his nefarious deeds. Because that was the thing I was having trouble figuring out. He couldn't do it in a shed because, you know, his family would notice, right? But if there's yeah. abandoned storage units that you have to walk down a gravelly path to get to, mm-hmm. that's just so much creepier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that was my weekend. Hope everyone else had a good Love one. It. everybody had a very excellent week sam did you go to work today i did why it's like today's like the, one of the biggest days to like call off work and then all my students were like oh. mysteriously got sick and they didn't go to work everyone got sick and i was like that's fucking bullshit yeah no i remember when i was still in alexandria working at gw law school i got an email from my supervisor the night the morning of and he was like hey i'm not gonna be at work today i'm sick and i was like wait how is i'm this? sick oh oh, it's oh the super bowl <laughs> yeah. it's no, like just it's... say that you're tired you know what i mean just be like hey guys i went too hard last night i won't be coming in don't say you're sick because like it's too obvious that you're not right and coincidences do not exist, so I'm sorry. Yeah. And you Did know, that. that's a good note. I'm going to watch it on Wednesday. Yeah. That's a good note to leave off on. Remember, we're watching Death House this week. Death House, I will not forget to watch it this week. I'm going to watch it on Wednesday because tomorrow I'm doing my taxes. Yes. Oh, I should do my taxes. You probably should do them as soon as possible. Hey guys, do your taxes. Hey guys, it's like February 3rd already, so don't dick around. And if you didn't get your W-2s yet, you need to uh, contact your work HR because uh, that shit should have been delivered to you by the 31st of January, okay? Okay. Exactly. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. All right, man. That's all I got to say about that. All right. 
We'll see you all next week. Be sure to get your taxes yeah. done before then. We're gonna check. We're gonna check because we're dead and we can haunt you. So, bye. Bye. I love you.